what her good spirit is. Um, there's nothing that uh, strengthens a person more than the sense of accomplishment of learning, getting something new in a system, understanding something well. We're going to try to do that um, and hopefully be able to uh, give you something that uh, could take you into Rosh Hashanah in a, in a more positive way. Um, the shear today has been um, has been dedicated and sponsored by someone anonymously. Yeah, by someone anonymously. Thank you, Mark. Sure. And um, he doesn't want me to say who he is, but he um, he was sponsoring for the initials of his mother, Chaya Meir Yitzchok. Uh, he's a very fine gentleman, a uh, person of really stellar midos tovos, and um, so I thought Chaya Chanoch Lenar Alpidarko Jam Kiyaskin Leyosrim Yimeno. She's no longer in the world to guide our anonymous donor, but she definitely raised him well. She and her husband have raised him well, and even though he's already a, a, a full-grown person, Kiyaskin Leyosrim Yimeno. That's of course so important of what parents do. Chanoch Lenar Alpidarko. So that's Chaya living up to that. Um, Meira, however, I chose a Pusik in Yermio, which is a little bit strange, but I thought it was appropriate for this time of the year. This is a Pusik, if you take a look, Mei Mei Those of you that remember the, those of you that remember the, uh, the Tfilas of Rosh Hashanah know that the Chazan says Ochila Lakeil, right? That's the Ochila. Ochila, of course, doesn't just mean I'm treating. It also means my whole insides are quaking. My whole insides feel like I'm not in control of my stomach. It's almost like the, the feeling you get when the cop pulls behind you, right? Where all of a sudden you're you're in the you think you're fine in the passing lane, and then all of a sudden those red lights appear. That's the may I may I feel like your insides go. You're almost not in control of it. But then Kiris Libi, Hoimeli. But then your brain, your your thoughts in your heart start talking. Uh, that you are articulating. The the first one is visceral. It's the fear factor almost of an animal, like in the stomach you're feeling. But then your heart, your heart begins to speak, begins to talk. Kiras libi, haimali libi. Your heart speaks within you, leachrish, and you're not quiet. Why is it? Why is it that you sort of get this panic and then you have this way of articulating your emotions to yourself because you heard the Kol Shoifer when you hear the Kol Shoifer even though we've been hearing it all during El, but when you hear it during that moment of Rosh Hashanah you're, that's, that is supposed to create a visceral physical reaction the word shamat is going on both your 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 physical sense and your ears hear it, but your nefesh also hears it. Your nefesh hears it as well. And when your nefesh hears the kol for the pasuk in Yirmiyah is telling us, we know that that's the sound of truas milchama, truas milchama. And I think that that's part of what we have to get ready for is the milchama. We don't know, realize it now. There is Kitrug and Yomadin. It's a day that you have to be careful. The things you say, the way you talk. That's one of the reasons why there's no Halil on Rosh Hashanah. It is a day that a Muhammad is being waged. The Muhammad deciding on the, your merits of existence. That's the thank you. The merits of, of your life. And in a way, the chauffeur is readying you for that war. That war that really Nixachon is there. Even though you're scared, but we realize again the Shafer Godel that we speak about. So that's, I felt for Meira, an appropriate Pusik for this time of year. This Pusik really captures what, what, what's really involved in Tkia Shofar. Even more than the Pusik that the Rambam quotes in, in Hilchas, uh, in, 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 in Hilchas Shafer. This Pusik really shows you what, what it means if you've gone through an Elul properly and realizing how you're writing for the Mohamma. Okay. Tianafshat Surabit Surachayim. This year, um, we hope that we'll be able to continue the shiurim in a good way and, and a little uh, pitch for everyone 
I can't say that it's the greatest tzedakah in the world, but w- w- again, we we don't take any extra. The, uh, all we do is paying for the, uh, or doing is paying for the um, for the food. I try to bring the drinks, and if, if you do have something to sponsor this year, we definitely appreciate it. All right, so this is the third in a series, but I'm going to try to make it stand on its own, especially those that weren't here last week. So I call today a journey into an alternate reality where Pavarotti met Schuster. Now, Schuster, of course, was Rameir Schuster, Zefet Sadek Lebrocha. Everyone knows who he was. He was the person who was at the wall, right? He was the one who worked for Sameach, worked for, I'm not sure if he worked for um, uh, the other place where he worked for um, Eshatera. I think he worked for Sameach. Maybe he was there even beforehand. But he was famous for taking people out of nowhere and going over to them and say, what brought you to here? I don't know if he worked with people who weren't Jewish. But here's my alternate reality, and I'm going to set up the question. There's someone, uh, um, an incredible person, a person, a superstar, a person whose voice is, 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 can not only shatter glass, but can move the, the, the hardest person to tears. But he's not Jewish, right? But if anybody can hold a tune, if anybody knows how to push the envelope, I looked it up yesterday. I have to tell you that you know I looked it up yesterday whether there's a, whether there's a recording of Pavarotti singing called Nidre or something like that. Um, there isn't. There are, of course, other singers, Johnny Mathis and Perry Como and others, of uh, singing Kol Nidre, and of course Danny Thomas uh, sang it in, in, the, in the, one of the remakes of the jazz singers. But, what? I'm from Memphis, but again, I don't know if uh, if, if, if Conway Twitty would ever sing uh, 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 Kol Nidre. That would sound pretty interesting, a country version. But you never know. There might be some. There might be something in that twang. Neil but Diamond, well, Neil Diamond was in the, in, the, in the remake of the third, re, the second remake of the jazz singer. He he sings it at the end to his father, Lawrence Olivier. But but anyway, the point is, you would say this is the perfect class, and he's he's a Gerzedek. How did he become a Gerzedek? Well, Schuster got him interested in this alternate reality. Pavarotti was on a trip to Israel, and and uh, who knows? <laughs> Read. What it says here. Let's say this happened. Let's oh, say this is a. Let's say Pavarotti had met Schuster, and Schuster said went over to him thinking he was a Jew, and then Schuster and Pavarotti says, "No, I am not Jewish." But tell me, what are you doing here? And then all of a sudden they get into a conversation, and Pavarotti realizes that there's something missing in his life with all the accolades, and somehow he goes and he sees these incredible, intense people learning in yeshiva, and he gets he realizes the greatness of, of what it means to live a life. And he goes through a process, and we don't know, let's say, how long it takes. It probably took a little while. But let's say over the period of a year or so, he has become a Gertzedek. And Pavarotti, with all, of course, his opera training and his technique, his, his, his knowledge of music, let's say that fellow decides, okay, what, is he, what should he do? God obviously gifted. We talked last week about the gift of the coal, about Kavod Hashem to be Machaber Hakadosh Baruch from this gift. Well, uh, this person's whole life seems to be primed for that. So he's miayitz with uh, the Rosh Hashivas, Rabbi Weinberg Satzal, and maybe Nata Schiller, maybe all the other ones. And they're talking about in our alternate reality story whether this fellow who. There's no question that he's a said He means it 100%. He's, he's steiging. He's being machadish. He's, he, he definitely loves the, the, all the Italian balitesis, like the tesis. Yeah, it's like, right? He's, he's, he's a farnem in the base medrash, right? And when people hear him, they hear this coltera. So he's, he's advanced to the point that, that he, he can learn. Now the question is, okay, wouldn't it make sense that in this, Baal Yeshiva that Pavarotti goes to, that he should be the Baal So again, that's my, that was sort of my, my, my starting point. And our, and you'll see, huh? Well, again, many times we deal with actual cases. This is a case that could have happened. Again, the right screenwriter and the right novelist could have, you know, could have had this story. And now the question is, so it really has to do, in some ways, 
about the halachas of Shliach Tzibur, which I know some people thought weren't that interesting, but it also has to do with what does it mean, the three words I put up here on the board, which are con- convert or convert, transform, and transmute. It's in, the, in the Sugim B'choros already, there's a, a discussion about has a, a convert fulfilled his mitzvah of Pruravu based on his previous life. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's a discussion in the Gemara. It's a machlekes. Whether a, a ger has a din, what is the uh, status of a ger? Is he kikotan shenoy ladomi? What does that really mean? We know he's starting... Are we talking about a case where the children were Megayar also? I'm ta- saying even a case where they were not Megayar. Even in a case where they weren't Megayar, does he still has, does he need to still have children now in his new life? So it's a machlekes. It's a, right. There's a machlekas whether he's already, in a sense, fulfilled that or not. Wouldn't be both? Because if his kids were Magaya, they stormed his kids. That's a question. The question is whether he, the Gemara Mbachayris, has a shayavdin Rabbi Yechem Nerish Lokish. What does it mean when a person takes the plunge and goes into Judaism? Is everything from his previous life erased or not? So that's one of the questions. Isn't it a simple. He wasn't a mitzvah. Oh, so you can't, it, you can't call it that he fulfilled that mitzvah. I, I understand. At that point. Okay. So now that he's mechuyim and mitzvah, doesn't start from scratch it's like a newborn baby. Okay. So, well, you know what? I wasn't going to do this, but let's take a look at that Gemara Bacharis if we want. We'll take a look there. Then we can start. From, that's not where I wanted to start from, but we'll see. Um, but that's part of the course. I do that to you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. So let's take a look. In Bechayrus, I think it's Nun. Uh, let's see. Let's see where it is. Um, let's see. Is it Nun Aleph? Let me see if I'm right about that. Is Purifu also one of the Sheva Misses? Um, no. Yes, yeah, so one second. Let's see. That mitzvah is that Nun Hay? Yeah, so I think that's the Shah Hang on, it seems to Nun Hay. Not that I know of. Okay. Let's see if that's the Gemara. Okay. All right. Well, we'll take a look. So that's that's the Machlekes of Rechon Rosh whether what he did in his pre- previous life um, comes, into comes into play or not. So. We'll take a look at that Gemara a little bit later if we if we do have the time, but that's really a, a shaila of of I can't do this. Hang on a second. Um, what do we feel about this person? So Lachira, um, one of the, the shailas that comes up is well, let's talk about the first thing. First thing that might come up is let's take a look at, at one of our sources. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. <coughs> convert, transform, transmute. I think part of it is what is a gerus? Is it a conversion, meaning a change, fitting something for a new or different use or function? That's what, right? Think about a two-point conversion, right? A conversion... I, 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 was, I, I was afraid when I read them. This, I thought your, your topic was something else. Okay. But we know to convert just means basically to, to move in a different direction. It's a very substantial change, believe it. But it doesn't necessarily mean transform. Transform means the thing is not what it was. Right? That's what a transformation is. Right? And then we have something called transmute, which transforms into the higher <coughs> element or thing. What is Gairus? What happened to Pavarati? Um, that's one of the questions here. What happens to our any gear, Tzedek? Does the is is it a conversion or is it a transformation or is it, is it a transmutation? That's the question, and I think that question is important. And I'm going to show you how it's important. So the first thing one could say, and in terms of this shaila, is let's take a look at this halacha out of Shulchan Aruch and hopefully it'll come up on the board. Everybody can see it here. Um, Sif Dalit here. We this is a little review of what we did last week. Remember that Hagun, remember? Right, Hagun's heroes. Right? Okay. 
Now, does that apply here? In other words, if you have a if you have a person who has lived like a Jew but has had some sort of wild youth, you're not supposed to take him. He's not your lekatil lechazan, despite his voice, right? He has a shame ra so, right? This is the idea of pir no. Remember, that's what we saw from the Rashi. That even in that time when most people are wild, this this guy was a clean slate. He was a, a goody two shoes, a good boy. Okay, you don't want right. So lechayra is a geir tzedek have the same kpeida. This applies even if you did a full tshuva. Right. Oh, you're going to see in a minute. Right, because this is about sheyotzel shem rabbi yodusay. So even though pavarati definitely has now sheyonov, that's that's. That would be a real transformation for that guy. Um, he wasn't excited. I don't know if you ever seen if you've seen images of the way the doctors sing, especially Pavarotti with eight bows. You know, um, if not, I it was a male diva. Yes, and if and John Candy over Sholem, I don't know, did a tremendous imitation of him, just looking like him acting with him. Like, you can take a look. There's plenty. There's, really? some, there's some John Candy stuff on, on from Second City where he really, he really, he really takes Pavarotti to the to, to, to the woodshed in terms of his guy. So okay, but opera singers, you're right. That's what they are. But let's assume now he is an onot. He's marutzilam. Yeshlo Naim of that's what we said last week. Not only does he have a strong voice, but he knows how to be melodic and he knows how to get people in, he knows how to stir people. Okay. Now that he's become a Valchuva, however, if you take a look here, the Ramos says, Misha over Avera Bishogeg, Kagon Shoharaga Nefesh Bishgogo, the Choser Bishuva, Mutari Oshliach Tzibur. If somebody, you know, who knows, he was. Um, he was not careful uh, on top of a roof or uh, was speaking on a cell phone uh, in his car and killed someone. So if he did tshuva from that act, you, he can still, you can still appoint him. But if, if the act that he did was amazed, and this is from the Orzerua, so here we have uh, a, a beautiful chazan seems to be perfect, but it happens to be he did an avera. He did an averus that people are aware of, even though he's a balchuva. Uh, you shouldn't take such a person. Now, does that true all the time? So let's look at the Mishnah Brewer's psak. I don't know if you could see it up here. I'll try to make it a little bit larger. Um, So the Mogan Avram says, In other words, to be a dab, daven for the Amud, or to even have a job during the week. So even though he had a pretty checkered past. But the whole Chumrah of the Shulchan Aruch is on a fast day. So he says, the Prima Godim quotes the Rabbah, that on Yom Neroyim, it's just as, just that halach is said in the Gemara in Tainus, about on, on Daftazayan about the days when Kleistra was fasting because there's the, the drought and the rain wasn't coming, so you need to have the most mukshardika shriach tzibur. So now the Eliyarabba says, the same, we're in that same sense of tsar during the Yemei Kedin Tainios. So the Mishnaburah quoting these Achreinim tells, tells us that whatever your machmer on a Tainus, you should be machmer on Yom Neroyim. Because there are harbei deis papeiskim that hold even the rest of the year, you have to be machmer. So now koze hainu All of this is about getting the job originally, but as he says, there's there's hundreds of chuvas about this. I mentioned them last week. Hundreds and hundreds of chuvas of trying to get rid of chazonim and what the bar of what you need to get rid of a chazan is. I have to tell you, unfortunately, I was involved in a, a situation a number of years ago uh, where I was asked to, 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 to opine, so to speak, about this, because there was a person who had a, a, a steller as a chazan, and there was shmuas, royas. It's a very, very, very difficult situation. But in our, in our fantasy situation, uh, we're not talking about getting rid of him. So here, once again, let me put the question to the, to, to the assembled. Okay, he was. We uh, want to hear about the opining. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very difficult thing, and I don't want to talk about it a lot because you never know who's going to be listening. But it was a very difficult situation, and 
Um, I they they wanted there was a person who said been a chazan for many years and there'd been shmuas that they didn't like the level of, of what the person was doing and, and and it's it's a very difficult thing to be masalik a person even though as we saw last week he's he's it's like it's like a carbon zebra and the zebra is all part of it it's a very delicate line you have to walk. Um, maybe that'll be a, a topic for a different shear. But 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 right now the question is, well, it's a gear. Is is, is, is a gear better than a baltruva in this way? What do you think? Is a gear better than a baltruva? No, it's a baltruva. We see from the Mishnah Buru, even if it's a truva gemura, mm-hmm. right? Now, could you say Pavarotti was a shogay? Could you say any opera singer, whether whoever it was? In other words, a person. In other words, if you've been raised from and you just were married in the rabbinic shalom, okay, so that's one thing. But if you were a non-Jew, is that considered a shame, Ra? I mean, that's right. Now you could say, did he do shavim mitzvahs b'nei Noach? Did he live according to shavim mitzvahs? How about if he was known, he was known to be a womanizer? I don't know. How about if he was known, uh, right? So would would that be considered a pagam for a gear? Right. The fact is, is that right? There, could you say he's got a clean slate? Rabbi, it comes down to something else. Okay. Does, does he have the Yaldusa? All right, so this is, this is the same right, Shiloh. If, if he's a guy or 25 that's, years old. That's the Shiloh. In other right, words, do so we... Do, I'm, I'm that's what I'm saying. Here, that's right. What you're, what that's you're, right. So it's really the clear. It's totally in this machlekas about whether you can makayim pru or vu, right? What is his past life? Does his past? Are we? Uh, can we? We're not supposed to remind him of his past life. That's a that's an issue from the Torah. I know it's here. But in terms of that person, does that does that person? Well, look, that's the guy who had this. Maybe is is, it, is, is so. Everybody here is going to say he's a new person. He's an ishchodah. She's totally, completely different, right? That's I, I think that's probably where, where most of our guts are on this, right? <coughs> that even if even if he wasn't being makayim sheva mitzvahs b'nei noyach, but he's in a way better than right, better than that. There is a little. There's an interesting chuvas harosh which I wanted to do last week, which I didn't get a chance to do, but I'll, I'll do it with you today. Um, the rush is quoted by his father, and it's a very small, short chuva. It's a beautiful chuva, though. I mean, I, try, I wanted to do it last week, so here's here's the chuva. How I would I would throw a different spin on it, also. Yes, what would you throw? You're, you're saying that a ger, right? Now he's a guy, or he's not the same person. So of course he's like you know. Like I, I'm I, I'm saying I'm saying what we but, would probably. But think. But, you're, but you but what you said a minute ago about chuva, right? Can't can't get there. Right? That's, how, that's how we basically block. Right. In other words, the right. Shulchan, the Elia Rabbah, the Mishnah Brewer, the Prima Gunnar, they don't say, oh, Tshuva Me'ava, we're going to let the guy daven. That's between him and the Rabbi Nishayu. But in terms of the Tzibur... Here, right, here, we're wiping his slate clean. That's, that, that's where you seem to be... That's what I'm, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm okay. floating it as a possibility. But, but, we, but we say, by, by about Tshuva, that, right, that where he is... So how do you understand... We don't, we don't say that about a Ger, though. Right. right. We don't say that about a gear. But maybe that, maybe in terms of, 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 of this job to be the Shuyach Tzibor for the Kohila. And again, uh, Gare is telling me about how he hates Chazanim in general. During, on Yom Shon and Yom Kippur, though, they do something like we talked about last week about on, on Yom Kippur, especially in the Gemara, in, in the end of Rosh Hashanah says they're motzi on the very difficult brachos of, of, of Rosh Hashanah. The nine brachos of, of, of on Rosh Hashanah, the ones with all the difficult psukim that we spoke about last week, the the, the shliach tzibur is being motzi you. So you, he's being motzi at tzibur. So he's in a little bit of a different league than stam his madrega to God. There's something about representing the tzibur where who you are somehow impacts negatively. That's what it seems to be. Look at this rush. This is the, the rush was asked a question, and I, I mentioned how the rush. Was surprised when he came to Spain, what people, that people's priorities were wrong. So here's the shy. I thought I, I hope I did this. I don't know if I did this last week. I don't think so. But here we go. Masha, this is the the tour quoting his father. Masha Kasapta Shanogu let me see if I can get this larger. Maybe we can get me out of the corner. And, and I, I was desperately trying to do that, but I could not. Okay, can I make this larger then? Uh, yes. Okay. Make it large. Okay. So you look, maybe you can see if you guys come a little bit closer. We'll see. So he says, Masha Kasafta Shanogobel Makaymas Limnois Bizuye Yamishpoch is Shriatzibur. There's some places where they're appointing people from 
you know, families that are, they've got some problems in those families. Now, what does that mean? They're not wealthy, there's a shayla on yichus, a shayla of whether there might be mamzerim there. What does it mean, bezuya mishpochos? Families, something's wrong, like there's some family spot on the family. Is it all about the fact that they, they don't have parnosa? It's hard to know what he means. The yesh bedavar is a bezui mitzvah. The fact is, who's the chazonim? The chazonim, they told the rush, were people who come from sort of like the wrong side of the tracks. Isn't that a bizoyan? They told, they asked the rush that that person is, is involved in the mitzvah. Don't we want people that are miyuchosim? Now, miyuchosim doesn't necessarily mean, miyuchosim could mean descendants of great rabbis, but could also mean that they knew there was no, there was no mamzerim in the family, that they knew they had like the, uh, there was no questionable gitin. Everything was done properly. That's, of course, you know, they talk about, um, I'm sure you know this, uh, Yankee, but I don't know if the rest of you know, but you know that the, uh, the name Shapira, of course, comes from that city that comes from Speyer in Germany. And the people who, the reason why they took that name wasn't just because they were proud of the family name, but there, I heard this from Heinemann uh, many, many years ago when I was in Ashir, about 40-something years ago, um, 44 years ago or so. So Rav Heinemann said that it was a Kabbalah that anyone with the name Shapira was a Miyuchas because they only, 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 it wasn't just that they came from Speyer, but that they were Miyuchasim. There was no Shaila that there might have been a Mamzeris or anything in their family. So let's assume that the Shapiros weren't getting the jobs, right? Um, what do you think? Do you think it's about how good you are? He says, Right? How can you just say, this is God's work, this work of, of davening for the Yomad, of being the leader of the Tzibur. Right? El Rosh, it's a crown. How can you give that crown there? So here's the Rosh's answer. He says, You know what? I've, since I've come here, I've been a, I'm a refugee from Germany came here to Spain. I've also been pretty upset about what I'm seeing here in the communities. He, of course, was in Toledo, but there were many communities, he guessed, that he, that he knew about. I'm not worried about what you're worried about. You say, oh, he's not a miyuchas, he's not such a miyuchas person. You think God cares? You think he says he says God doesn't care. Let's say you have your Mister Yichus guy, and his, he has a lot of averus. Even though he comes from a, a family on the wrong side of the track, so to speak, but he's a tzaddik. It's good, actually, to give such a person a, a, a responsibility to be a chazan or whatever it is. The Pesach says in Yeshaya, Sholem Sholem Rochaik Ulekoroiv. There's something good about the Rochaik. You actually want the Rochaik as your person. Oh. Oh, ah, so that's very good. Beautiful question, though. That's the Marshall's question. Let's talk about the Rush first. We'll get to your question in a second. So, is. I mean, this is an, uh, you know, the rush, uh, by the way, what the rush says, my problem is, is the, all the singing. That's, that they're so into, they're showing off their voice, right? And we don't know if Pavarotti can be cured from that, but we'll see. Avu Tarumosi, ki chazone ha'oretz hazos, heim lahanosan, lishmoa kolorev. So, right, vimu rosh ha'gomer in chosheshen, rakshinom zemirois. In, in Spain, all they care for is that ability to hold the tune, uh, to, to get people to, to, to have the song powerfully done. And, of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want that. So anyway, the point is that's the Russia's diatribe against what he's saying, the over-involvement. But in the, in the middle of that tshuva of the Rush, we see that Yichus doesn't seem to mean that much. Okay, well, does that mean... And, right, can we say... Listen, no one has... Uh, if, if it's Pavarati, right, he has, doesn't he seem to have the worst yichus, right? Or again, is this totally in the Shiloh, right? But even if he has bad yichus, the Rosh seems to say it's a positive. Because um, he may have a perfect yichus. <clears throat> so if you take a look here at this Marshal, this is what David Bernstein was asking. Kosov Marshal, Toiv Lakar of Mizera Right on the right where the cursor is. 
Let me make it a little larger. I don't know if it gets any larger. Maybe it does. Okay. Kosov Marshal, Tov Lukarev Mizera Rechokim, and Mikomakom, and Shneem Shavim, Bevadai Miyuchus Koidim. So, right. Lushena Miyuchus. So, even though the Rosh is saying, all right, he's not so, but it's definitely uh, a person with better Yuchus is better. This is David's question. We know by Rivka and Yitzchok that God answers Yitzchok's tefillahs and not Rivka's. So let's now go back to, to our, our fantasy. So let's go back. Right. So even so. Okay. But he's definitely not. It's, he's definitely. You can't say that he's a Ben Zadik, can you? You want to say that he's a Ben Avram, and, and he's like Avram is Mamish, his dad, so he's Mamish like a Ben Sadik. Is that what it is? No. Um, now this Marshal, uh, the Marshal seems to conflate two things here. The Marshal is quoting the Gemara about uh, Yitzchak and Rivka, as we know, the Tefillah of the Tzadik Ben Sadik. Now there, it's about your own necessity, what you need for yourself. It could be once you get the job as the, for the tzibur, then that issue is also tabled. The fact that your father, right, because you're not really davening for yourself. Right? Yitzchak and Rivka were davening for a mutual uh, issue, which was they wanted children. So, the, hang on. So, so there, the fact is you want to have a tzaddik ben tzaddik. The the Achreinim say who disagree with this marshal. I forgot their, I forgot who it was exactly, but they wanted to say that because Lachira the Rosh is saying it's Lachira Kasha on the Rosh. The Rosh seems to be saying it's good to get people who have sketchy backgrounds, whose parents might not have been that from, who might not have been doing Torah and mitzvahs, who are not tzaddikim. And the marshal is raising David Bernstein's flag and saying, "Well, what second? Don't you want a tzaddik ben tzaddik?" So the answer to the rush would seem to be that when you're davening for the tzibur, that doesn't seem to count. So it, it, now you want to disagree with that? Uh, uh, you see, the marshal is basically a kasha on the rush, right? You agree? The marshal is, is, is a backhanded question. He's saying, "What about tzaddik ben tzaddik?" Right? Uh, and, and in that sense, the marshal feels you want a person with better yichus. It's a shy of who's got better better yichus should win. Um, by, by, by the way, by, by Rifkin Yitzchak, wasn't that one was answered and one wasn't answered? And then it's Chila. I, I understand, because Eino Daima, but the Gemara says, because despite everything she'd been through, in fact, you can let's take what you said before. Despite the fact that she she had a much bigger struggle in her life than Yitzchak did, right? She had to resist the influences of her father and her brother and the whole world that she was out. Yitzchak lived in this hermetically sealed world, right, that Avram had, had created for him, right? So Lachar, you could say, who's the one that you want to glory more in terms of their actions would be Rivka. Rivka would be, right, that's we. But Ava became, in terms, there's something about Tefillah that, you know, you don't, you don't have it. I, I, the two nights before my father passed away, I think I've mentioned this in the class before, but um, we were in the hospital in, in Skokie, and uh, there was a show across the street, and I was trying to be with my father as much as possible. I knew things were not good, but I figured I should try my kind as many mitzvahs as I, as I could possibly do. So I went to the shul across the street, uh, and, um, you know, uh, I'm not sure why I picked up this book, because I probably should have been davening more, but I picked up this book, uh, and the book was Stories of the Skalene Rebbe, and, and, and I think I've, have I mentioned this already? Probably did. Um, I talked about the Skalene Rebbe's bracha, how he gave me a bracha when I was growing up, and anyway, so Skalene Rebbe, of course, was a tremendous tzaddik, and um, just to mention him is probably a big schuss today. Um, so Sklander Rebbe was, um, uh, was arranging constantly for people to escape uh, Romania and to escape uh, the countries and to make it hopefully over the border there to Israel. And he did all these type of subterfuges to get people uh, to escape. Finally, the, you know, the government got a hold and realized that he was one of the ones that was somehow helping them get visas and, 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 and helping them cross the border. And um, there was a family that was caught, 
and they realized Glenn Rebbe was one of the people who was involved in planning their their escape, and the communist authorities brought this Glenn Rebbe up for um, on, charges. on charges along with the family. And they said that um, we're going to have a trial. You're going to be uh, one of the people that are involved in it. And there's going to be a death sentence possibly for this family. And you might have the death sentence as well. So Sklan Rebbe, when he realized he had to attend the trial, wherever it was held, I don't know what what beautiful communist city was held in. I don't know. Maybe IDT has got an office there now. I don't know. But... uh, um, Somebody's working there. So anyway, but the point is, is that the uh, the Skoda, it was somewhere in Bucharest, no, someplace over there. So the Skoda Rebbe uh, went there, and before he before he had to go, he found there was one old Jew who lived in the town, who was a descendant of Rechiel Michal Zlotchever, so one of the famous uh, students of the Balshemtiv. So he came to him and he said, "You have to daven for me. You have to daven for me." And he said, look, I should daven for you. Your whole life is titkus. Your whole life is, is doing chasodim. <laughs> you should be... He says, no. He says, when, the, when it comes din, you're a you're, I, I, I might have done mitzvahs, but you're an enical from Rabbi Phil Michal Zlotchever. And Yechel Zlotchever was the son of Rabbi Yitzhak Yerovitcher. These are all famous tzaddikim in the time of the Balsham. You can look them up. He says, you need to daven for me. So the Skoner gives him his name. And um, I don't know how long it was later, a week or two later, Sklana Rebbe comes uh, uh, limping into his uh, uh, into his home, and he gives him a hug, and he tells him that Phyllis worked, that Phyllis replied. He says, Rebbe, I was so worried about you. What happened? He said, Babish, was your Phyllis? I'm sure it was your Phyllis. He says, what happened to you? He says, we were able to get them off. They had, uh, they were able to, they, there was a month imprisonment, but we were able to get them off. And says, but there was a czar, they were going to kill you too. He says, oh, all they did was throw me down the stairs. They took him, the guards took him, they threw him down the stairs. And uh, he says, that was the, the, the Hamtoka Sadin, that the Tfila worked. Now again, Sklan Rebbe was a non-of, he probably felt that he didn't have the Tzfilas himself, but you see from the way he was thinking that the Tfila of someone who's in the Yukas can be poiled something with the Tfila, even if you're a Tzadik like a Sklan Rebbe, but there's something about the not the who you're connected to back there, and that of course whatever l'chayru we want to say about about our friend our, our fantasy friend l'chayru doesn't have so that's l'chayru two two issues here number one do we say about shame ra and does he have the requisite yichus etc or to, perhaps according to the rosh he doesn't need the yichus according to the marshal it seems like uh, yichus would be something so. The truth is, is that I'm sort of like beating around the bush. The place really to start here is here. The place to start is this Mishnah in Bikurim. But, yeah, I felt I, at least this. Okay, here we go. This is a Mishnah in Bikurim. Very quote, quoted, very often. Can everybody see well? Can everyone see the board? Okay. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can everyone see right? Okay. I can't, but I have this. Okay. Evu may be in the lake Who brings Bikurim but doesn't have the right to, to to say, to make the pronouncement? As important as that pronouncement is, Hager, maybe Venikayre. The Ger cannot make that pronouncement. That's one of the first things in the Parsha Bikurim. That I came here, by last week's parsha. So there are two aspects over here that I want to just point out. Oh, coming up, coming up. Very good question. The first thing is there's two things. First of all, there was was there a shavua to this person's parents? Doesn't seem like it. right? And was it to give him Eretz Yisrael? Seems that there's a right. There was, right. Even though he, this gear has somehow finagled his way to have land in Israel, and that's where the Bikurim is coming from, but this isn't part of what God wanted to be given to him, is it? It was given to the twelve Shvatim. He's not one of those Shvatim. Now, the Mishnah says his mother's a Jew. The Mishnah holds maybe Vakayre. <coughs> He's able to because he can do it through his mother. His father's a gear. His <coughs> excuse me. 
somehow he, I guess he's called a gear as well. But if his mother is a Jew, then he's okay. Maybe the Kairi, the Mishnah says. He can use his mom. Despite the fact that a, a woman herself would not, um, this is the, the paradox, a woman herself, if she has land, the Mishnah says, also doesn't make the proclamation because she is wasn't women, even though we know from Pinochet, but they only got it by default. right? They get it through default. So women also were not primed to be given the land of Israel. And therefore, but her son, the Ger, is able to. What Eli asked. And when this Ger davens, he says, What he says is, He doesn't say, He says, So every, children of Aaron? So Lachora, according to according to this pure reading of the Mishnah, if you have a bunch of gayrim, they all in, were magari with each other, right? In other words, and no one from the big families has come to to be part of their family. There's no emo from a real Yisrael family. David is correct. According to this Stam Mishnah, then they all would have to say Elohei of us Yisrael. In the Kashuba Beis which means when if you set him up to be the chazan, if he happens to daven for the tzibur, what does he say? Omer Elohei Avoseichem. That's what he's supposed to say. He's supposed to turn to the tzibur and say Elokeinu. Okay. He can say Elokeinu because he accepted God, but he but when he says Elokeinu, right? That's what he has to say because. Because he, he is them, he's, he's not. He hasn't. He hasn't become the Tzibur completely. He's still a, a representative. He's still a human being, and it, it's not his family. It's not his office. But you would think maybe the uh, children of Gerim would be able to say Avosenu. Based on what, though? When, when the Ger uh, becoming a Ger. Okay, so okay, so David is saying. David saying he's got. Generation. David yeah. is saying that he's got under. He has around his neck the albatross of his biological father, who wasn't a Jew, whereas his son doesn't have that. Right. Okay, but but if you think about it logically, Lachar should be the same thing, right? It should be, but right, right, because but if Avram Avinu was a Jew, uh, uh, but this Mishnah doesn't say that, right? And this Mishnah, right? This Mishnah. Basically, what, said. What are you referring to by Avosena? You talking about your father directly above you, or is it about that, the others? That, that's a question. That's okay, a so that's this mission. Okay, so it's you look at the Mishnah, the, right? Right. The Mishnah seems to say clearly that um, the Mishnah seems to say clearly that a ger doesn't have the same level. Of, of of being able to daven, even when he's davening b'tzibur, and on this, if you take a look at the uh, one, a very famous Mordechai, a city in, in quoting, this is actually I tracked this down to the Ravio. Actually, you've heard of the Ravio. We talked about the Ravio of Yanki. The Ravio's father was Rabbeinu Yoel. He was Rabbi Lazar, Lazar ben Yoel Halevi. But it's one of the most important svarim. The Mordechai, uh, which is printed in all of the Shasim. Uh, is, is Makatsir a lot from Ravio and Shubas Marami Rutenberg. Um, not old enough to be a Talmud. But I'll, I'll, I'll read it to you from the Mordechai. Look what it, why, why is the Mishnah so, call him a gear if he has a Jewish mother? Yeah, well, that's a good question. Yeah, because he's called a gear. That's so that. that yeah, why? Let's take a look here. Can I make the. Why isn't this. I don't know why this not. Oh, here we go. Just have to, just have to keep on trying. That's what you do. Only, only a oh, take a look. Okay, but take a look. Ubeir Vrotsburg. Ubeir Vrotsburg. That's Würzburg, the right? Ubeir Vrotsburg and in, in Würzburg, and this was probably sometime around eleven. This is from Rabbeinu Yoyo. Rabbeinu Yoyo lived not the Satmarov, but Rabbeinu Yoyo, the father of the Ravio. He lived about eleven. He was probably active. About the early 1100s, 1120, 1125. So we're talking here. We're talking here. Yeah, we're talking here. 800, uh, almost 900 years already, right? Because uh, it's almost 2025. So it's almost nine. Is, am I right? Is it? Is, is almost. 
Yeah, almost 900 years ago. So what happened about 900 years ago in Würzburg, Germany? Manu liger lispalil. They wouldn't let the ger daven for the omud. Leoy shots. Varaya minitnan b'mesechtas bikurim evu mevi and v'lei kairin. Right? Hager maybe be no kairi. Sheni yochol mashar nishbashem aleseinu. Keshu be no be natsma yomer lekayovis yisrael. Now, Rabbeinu Yoyo was matir, and so was the Rambam and others. But it's interesting that the old guard in Germany, and again, where the Rush hailed from, um, felt that this Mishnah seems to say that we love the Ger. The Torah tells us in so many places that you have to love a Ger. But, but as Rabbeinu Yehuda Nasi tells us in the Mishnah, unless you've got someone from a Yisrael family, he is not, he, uh, it's Eloheinu, it's his God, but it's not Elohei Abiseinu, right? Somehow, right, this idea that you're saying, but Avram is his father. No. The Mishnah says not like that. The Mishnah says, right, that that he is suogenerous, right? He starts off from himself. That Eger is basically... Again, let's talk about the three possibilities we had before. Convert, uh, transform, and transmute. Those are our three possibilities, right? So conversion could be, he has all the baggage of the past, but he's, we're not going to hold it against him. He's in a, a new person, not a new person. That's like the shita of, uh, it's like the shita over there by Rabbi Yochan Rishwakish, that his past is his past, and it's part of what he comes to the table with. Here, I want to suggest, according to Rabbi Danosi, that what we're talking about is something even stronger, something maybe, maybe transmutation, and perhaps something like that that we're talking about is a transmutation. So, so which means, listen, listen to what I'm, what I'm saying here. It's not that his neshama was, was like, we all know the, the, the chazal that sorry um, menu was menik, uh, all these children that came on the day that they were they, they were goymel yitzchak right yoymi gomelis yitzchak sorry menu nurses all these children so the the mukubolim say that every ger tzedek that ever was came under the fold is somehow related to one of those babes that was nursed by sorry menu. Hmm. That Sari Menu nursed them, putting the milk of the Jewish people somehow into the veins, and it was from there. Right now, that 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 cabalistic approach is trying to find a very strong cause and effect. Right, it's saying that yes, your neshama was really here. It was it ended up like in the wrong place, and it really should be here. But or you really are. We can even find the physical trace between you and the Ovos. I think to understand this opinion, and it was the opinion of 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 of, of, of Rebuda Nosi, and it was you can see that was in a sense the Wurzburg the Wurzburg people, and it was also as you're going to see in a second the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam. Now Rabbeinu Tam was the leader of Klal Yisrael. His, he was the undisputed, Rashi's grandson, he was undisputed Rav Pesik of, of, of that area of Germany slash France. And the people all, you know, they harped, they, again, his nephew, the Ri, argued with him throughout Shas. But Rabbeinu Tam, the Archokas Rabbeinu Tam, the Chumas Rabbeinu Tam, right? The Xayers of Rabbeinu Tam. Here's Rabbeinu Tam's uh, statement that is preserved in a number of places. One of them is a famous one in the Gemara in Baba Basra. Here's Rabbeinu Tam in Baba Basra. And I just want to show this to you. Um, I can go through the Gemara with you at a different time, but I want to just show you how Rabbeinu Tam uses... Come on. Here we go. So you can see it up on the board. Um... He wouldn't let them lead benching. Why? Because as a leader of benching, 
You need to say that first bracha, or maybe the whole benching for everybody to listen. And what are you saying? You're saying, Shinchauta lavay seinu. Shinchauta lavay seinu, Eretz Tova. And the Rabbeinu Tam quotes our Mishnah that I just read to you as proof. So a ger cannot be in that position. That was Rabbeinu Tam's psak. So Rabbeinu Tam's psak was based on this Mishnah, that he wouldn't let a gear lead benching, and it would seem the people in Würzburg were pretty much in line with him. They used, they used the exact same proofs. Now, we could say that this shows a terrible prejudice against gayrim and treating them like they're second-class citizens. I, I, I don't believe that's the case. It can't be. Well, this is Emma. What? Not to say MS. Right, and the MS, right, Bracha needs to be MS. Yeah. And I, I, I want to say something even further that in a way, we might be doing a disservice by saying, oh, you're part of, these are your Ovois. Mm. In other words, their boner shalom is your father, right? Now, the, the famous, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, when the Vilna Gon came to the Graf Pratotsky, we all know that was the famous Ger, Avram ben Avram, right? The famous Ger Tzedek in Vilna that was put to death uh, because, uh, you know, the, the family, because it was, because he had converted willfully, and the Vilna Gon came to him, and it was the night before his, 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 his execution, and we know that the, the uh, we have a number of versions of the story, Rav Salvechik was very fond of talking about the story. It's based on an interesting way of learning a uh, certain medrash, but the, I'm going to get to that in a second. But the guy asked him, why was he crying? And he says, I'm not crying over losing my life. I realize that, that this, for everyone, they have to give up their lives for a great thing, and I'm giving my life up for being a Jew. I'm just crying because I haven't left anything. I was never able to get married. I had no children. And there's nothing. So the Vilna Gon quoted a medrash to him that said that a ger ein He says his his yachas is God. Ein of bilvad. And he showed him in that medrash that in a way you haven't been bifurcated. In other words, other people who have had families and their, their essence has been distilled and in a way manufactured through the people that have been part of their community, their parents, their brothers, their sisters. You really are, in a way, you stand independently. You stand almost powerfully with God himself. Right, that's your father. You, you, in a way, you have a greater father than anyone else. Your relationship is not through the prism of of, of the community and of the, the 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 family unit that spawned you. That's what the Vilna Gon told him, and um, they say that that quieted him, and he sat down and composed a song. Talking about singing, he composed a song. And as he was walking, the students from yeshiva-type students were all around. And as he was going to his death, he sang a song uh, based on the tefillah that we say every morning, right before we say, right, that uh, uh, if you have a siddur, if you, somebody give me an app with a siddur on it, uh, which has the, the beginning the morning davening on it. Right, right after Birchas Hashachar, not 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 before Rosh Right, right before we say, "Vamayim b'chol yom." Atu Hashem alakenu. Right. Okay. Right. Yes. Right. 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 So thank you. So what 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 he was saying was on his way. Right. Right. So he says, right. Um, right. Um, so he sang as he was going to his death. He sang, uh, That's what he, um, 
made up a song to that tune, um, to those words, a tune to those words. Um, they say that the Talmudim that were there wrote down as best as possible the notes, and they say that they used to sing that in the Veloshan Yeshiva. That was the Nusach that they had in their davening. That there was a, maybe they dedicated it on Yom Naroyim specifically. I'm not sure. But it was the Graf Petotsky's Nigan about knowing his connection to God. So I, what I'm suggesting is that we're not talking, you know, and, and there's some, if you take a look on Wikipedia, they mention theories that, that this Mishnah comes from a period where there was an antithetical feeling towards Gerim, uh, and that really, you know, that, that it had progressed. Um, I'm not going to deny that it sounds harsh, um, and and they quote this Yerushalmi on the on the Mishnah that mentions the following. It says here that Benyamin bar Ashtur. Now he was a Ger. Think about who his father's name. His father's name was Ashtur, like Ishtar, right? Benyamin, the son of Ishtar. He was by Rabchia, and he would daven. Um, he would daven, as you can see, uh, like a regular, like a regular Jew. He would daven. Um, they would say, "Oh, hey, Avoseinu." You see. So Reb Yehuda Hanasi heard that. And he said, Hataninin, this is the Mishnah that I've codified. And, and I didn't get it from myself. Then you can say, But a Ger ben Ger, your question, David, even a Ger ben Ger can't. So, so, um, Binyamin Bar Ishtur had a way to explain the Mishnah. He says, you know what, I think the, I think you got the Mishnah wrong, Rebbe. It's pretty, because <laughs> Rebbe, Rebbe was the editor of the Mishnah. He says, that's talking about a guy. In other words, that's talking about a guy and a Jewish woman. That's where it says if the mother's from Israel, he can do the davening because the guy doesn't count anymore. But a ger ben ger, he can do it. And if you take a look, that that Benjamin Bar Ishtar's opinion, which Rebbe was surprised about, so we see, right? right Rebbe quoted to him, because Rebbe was saying to him, look, I didn't make this Mishnayas up. I found it. I codified it. Look at the Mishnah. I mean, you shouldn't be saying this. Okay. If you take a look here, Tani B'Shem Rabbi Yehuda. Now, Rabbi Yehuda Every Stam Rabbi Yehuda is Rabbi Yehuda Bar Eloi. He's the he was he was Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi's teacher. So Yehuda, they say in the name of two gener- a generation before Rabbi, Ger Atzmo Mevi Vekoiri, a Ger has a right to say the whole Nusach. Why? Because it says Ki Av Hamon Goyim Nesaticha Lusha Over Yisa Av Aram Achshav Mikam Beilch Ata Av Kol Agoyim. So the, here we find in this Yerushalmi this myst, sort of pseudo-mystical idea that every gear is a child of Avram and, the, and with proof from the Pasuk. Because it says, well, that's the change. Up until now, you were a decent fellow. You were Makar of people. But now, you're now, the word Aram, your Raham is an Arabic or a, a, a Aramean word that means many, many nations. Now, you think about it, how is he the father of many nations? You could say because he married Ketorah and she had a bunch of kids and a lot of people who like the Abrahamic faith. But Chazal was saying that anybody who learns the principles of monotheism in a way becomes Avram's child. So this is, so, right, and, and this is the, the Psaq that, that, that really was unknown. <laughs> this was something that we've embraced um, Rabbi Shua ben Levi said, the halachas like Rabbi Yehuda. And in fact, Ravavo Paskin like Rabbi Yehuda, that a gear could daven that way. So, this had, in a way, did it become normative halacha? Rabbi Tam resisted. When his nephew, uh, the Re, Rabbi Yitzchak Dampier, quoted this Yashalmi to him, he says, you know what? I think the Yerushalmi is, 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 there's some mistake here. 
It's a mishavashta. It still doesn't jive. He said, first of all, even if you want to say, you could say in some way, have I say no, but can he say, V'yotzi'enu Hashem? Can he, could the Ger make the whole description of Klal Yisrael's life? Would he be able, even if you want to say in some mystical way, he says, that, but the rest of the Nusach doesn't seem to be true. Can so, he make Kiddush? He can make Kiddush, he can say, well, Kainu, but, no, Rabbi Tam's Taina was, Rabbi Tam's Taina was that there's, there, it's more than the fact that, okay, you want to say that he, Avram is his father. But did he did did, did he go out of Mitzrayim too? Did he, right now again we'll say. But all the neshamas of the gerim were at our uh, Rabbeinu Tam says yeah, that's. Nice. But that's again that is something new and novel and that wasn't part of Yadus. That's something that this Yerushalmi this Shita brought into to, to Yadus. And Rabbeinu Tam said, "Look now, what I'm what I was trying to say. You, it's good guys, you guys came back. Is that it's that there's some that look at this and say." This is the progression of halacha. Halacha was very rigid, and this movement to actually be more embracing is shows its fingerprints here. Where is this Mishnah? This is this is a Yerushalmi and Bikurim. The Yerushalmi Bikurim overturns halacha. Hey, that should be a Mishnah, no? Right, but it's right before halacha. Right before halacha, this overturns the Mishnah. And says so the Mishnah's the Mishnah's not la halacha. Gerat so maybe the Kairi. That's against the Mishnah. The Mishnah is wrong. In other words, the Mishnah is Yehuda Nasi, but Yehuda Bariloi, the generation before, was already pushing a more progressive tack. And this is what uh, Rabbeinu Yoel quotes the Rambam in the famous Chuva, which is appended to your email, the Chuva to Rabbi Ager. He also says, "Don't worry about that Mishnah. That Mishnah has been knocked out." And, and therefore, this Gemara overturns it. As I said, Rabbeinu Tam felt that there was problems. One of the problems is, is that this same Rabbi Yehuda, he says, look at the Tosefta. The Rabbeinu Tam is a scientist. He said, that's Yehuda in the Yerushalmi. I'm going to show you the same name, Rabbi Yehuda, in this Tosefta. If you look in this Tosefta, what does it say? Rabbi Yehuda, Oimer, Kola Gerim, Kulon, Mavian, Velokorin. The only ones that can is B'nai Kaini Chaisen Maisha Mevian Vekairin. So Rebbe says, you're right. He says, I, I, first of all, that Tosefta shows that your Shalmi is somehow off the rails. Now, who are these B'nai Kaini? It doesn't have to be the same Rebbe Yehuda either. Oh, uh, Rebbe Tam is making his case. You know what I'm saying? His case was is that the, he, in other words, there was an attitude in general that the Baliatais was had, that the, don't give me your Shalmi's. We weren't Bavli here. In other words, your Shalmis are corrupt by, by, by their very nature, right? It's great that people learn your Shalmi, but your Shalmi can be corrupt and were corrupted. Especially if it's, it's, it's yes. especially yeah. if it's illogical. And Rabbeinu Tam felt that the, the Teretz mm-hmm. is not based on logic and it doesn't answer it. And Plus, it comes to halacha and you gotta go with Bavli. Right. And, and, and he says, if you look in the Stasefta, it says that. Plus he had a Bavli on his side as well. He had a Bavli on his side, a Gemara and Makis, which again, we're not going to have time to get into because I, I don't want to go overboard. But, um, right. yeah, I go overboard even when the first two minutes are ready. But the point is, is that, is, is, yeah, so, what I, what I think needs to be said here is not just, uh, well, Rabbeinu Tam is an obscurantist. He refuses to be part of that new wave. I think what, 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 what the deeper idea is, is that there is a, a yichus atzmai that he has, a yichus from himself. I think Rabbi Natan might actually even be, in a way, more into the trans, uh, transmutation than the others. Because the others really see him as a transformer to be part of the Jewish people, and he's, we got our lost brother back. And uh, Avram is part of you too. Um, I think that what, what one could say is really that it's actually, and Rabbi Nasi as well, I mean, Rabbi Nasi was saved by a non-Jew. Rabbi Nasi's whole life was saved, as we know, by when they came to, 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 to Atinainus, was switched at birth with him. Otherwise, they would have killed him for having a brismila. So he had no lack of love for, for the world and lack of love for, he understood what it meant. But he's, I think maybe what, what he's saying is, is that 
it's 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 from himself. He's not. He's like he's like the Graf Patotsky. There's no uh, there's no Avram Yitzhak Yaakov. He, he he's sort of like an Avram in himself. But Avram also only had Terach, right? <laughs> Avram also couldn't say Elokei okay, Avayseinu. Every gear is, is it's not a son of Avram. Every gear is an Avram. And as an Avram, like you said, David. Right. Well, clearly, the simple shot is not that in the history when people become Gerim, they in somehow can now relate somehow to Avram and, and now be considered children of Avram. That's Mamish Napshat at all. Well, again, one of the Mepharshim I saw, and again, I'm, I want to make sure that I can get on, uh, that I can, I can upload this, says that we know the Gemara has a Machlekes in the end of the first Parakim Brochus, if you call Avram, Avram, you over base, right? That's the Gemara says. That if, if, you, if you call Avram, 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 or you over say. So it could be, it's the same idea. What does it mean that Avram gets this extra name? Right. So if you say the pshat is that he becomes the really? that he that he becomes the av of all the non-Jews who are Megayer, don't call him Avram because you call him Avram. You're now right. It's, that's that's what that's what happened by be, becoming Avram. That's what allows a gear to to daven. Right. Getting that status is actually a halachic reality. It wasn't true before, but now that he has it, in the future everybody. So don't you dare call that man. Avram. It's not Abram, right? Not Abram, it's Abraham. Avraham. Mashenkin, if you hold that, no, he has two names. One is Ikr, the other is Tophel. So you could say, look, that's, it's clearly, a, he had a greater responsibility, a greater role, but none of, no mystical, magical thing happened. So therefore, you're right, there's a technical problem, like David said, in terms of davening, but it isn't a way to necessarily diss him. So, it seems like okay. So it turns out that based on Rabbeinu Tam, um, we'll have to have you know, maybe Luciano can help the regular Chazan harmonize, but maybe he's not Luciano in his in his gayer stage. Okay, we'll stop over here. Have a great uh, good adventure next year. Next week a Shabbos Shuvadrosha. Next year. Next year. Yeah. Harmonize, but.